Welcome to another episode of Harbor City Local TV uh, in partnership with Space Coast Podcast. Today we have Wes and Lisa, uh, staples of the local EGAD community with their uh, tattoo shop Against the Grain. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having us on. And uh, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. I'm excited about this episode. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Two of my favorite people in the entire world. Uh, best friends and I'm glad that we could get them on and chat about what they have coming up soon uh, and it's pretty stellar uh, a 20 year anniversary for against the grain 20 years mm-hmm. I mean yeah, most businesses crazy. are lucky to get through five and you guys have been here 20 <laughs> so I mean you've seen a lot of changes in the area yeah absolutely yeah and uh, so Back in the day, when I moved here in 2002, Wes and Lisa were two of the first people I met. I was working in restaurants at uh, Dr. Joe's and Conky Joe's in the EGAD area uh, before the Arts District was what it is now. Um, Before we get into the event a bit, maybe you guys can tell us a little bit about how you ended up in that area and what it was like back then. I think we ended up there pretty much by fate. <laughs> we um, It was one of the first places that we looked at when we came here, when we decided we wanted to open here. Um, well, I say decided, but we had a huge hand from uh, our friend Paul Wren, who now is at Old Ghost, but owned Thinker Tattoo back then. I worked for him a couple times before, and uh, we decided we wanted to open a shop in Florida searched up and down the coast, went all the way to the other coast, couldn't find nothing. On my way back to Atlanta, feeling defeated, I stopped by here to um, crash at Paul's house on the way back. And we just got back from dinner and stuff, and he's like, how's the hunt going? I said, I don't know, it sucks. Everywhere has a tattoo shop within two miles of where we wanna be, or the, the landlord just you're scum, you're a tattooer, get out of my place. You know, I don't <laughs> want to rent to the to your kind, literally. I heard that a couple times. And um, we just got back sitting at his house, and he's like, why don't you just open in Melbourne then? So where we're at now in EGAD was one of the first places that we looked at. It was a mess, though. It was an absolute mess because back then, O'Galley was not the best area of Melbourne, I'd say. And... Um, yeah. yeah, there was a good sized homeless population living on the property. <laughs> oh, uh, the windows were broke out in it. It was in really bad shape. So when we um, looked at it, we knew how much it, that it was going to be really expensive to renovate it. So we <laughs> kept looking. I think we looked at about seventy different places yeah. throughout Melbourne, all the way from top to bottom of Melbourne, as far as we could stay within the city. We knew we wanted to be in Melbourne, not Palm Bay or anywhere else. So we chose Melbourne and. When we came back to it, uh, she was talking about the homeless people that were living there. And I mean, you got to have a heart for, you know, people need a place to stay. And if it's an empty building, I get it. The day we signed our lease, we had to uh, meet across the street. 
with the and rental company. The leasing agents like, okay, here, sign here. We signed, and um, she's like, hold on, picks up her phone and calls. She's like, Melbourne Police Department, I need a officer to this address and. Two cops pull up, and people literally started crawling out from under the house, wow. jumping the fence out of the backyard. They oh rounded up like five or six people <laughs> and uh, just let them know, hey, this place is, you know, rented now. So, And then after that, it was just a little bit of a... Two or three months of painting and cleaning and staining and... Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, <laughs> getting build, it ready to, to open. To build it, yeah. And spending Clean all the up. money we had. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, I mean... A lot has changed, but you know, you, you out there that have gotten into the tattoo game and are seeing what Brevard is now and Melbourne is now, this is what you call paying your dues. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And uh, you know, it, back then when when I moved here, it was at least in Melbourne to my, to what I know, um, it was against the grain, and it was Paul Rent, mm -hmm. and uh, and and hey, not, Paul. yeah, hey Paul. Um, <laughs> Side note, Paul has been a big part of Wes and I's relationship in a lot of different ways. Uh, not only the tattoo here, but Paul was also the original singer of our band. <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, back when they were a uh, more of a psychobilly band called Zombie Jesus. Um, we don't sound anything like that anymore. <laughs> but uh, Paul was the original singer, and that's how Wes and I got into music together. Uh, just a quick side note there. And that opening track was... Uh, uh, 60 Foot Giant, our band. Um, you can check that out on all the socials. Uh, we'll get back to Against the Grain, though. Um, so, you guys move in. There's a lot of, there's a ton of work to do. What did the arts district look like at that time? Um, there was no arts district. No, at that there time. was I mean, no EGAD. It, was there any businesses that are there now that were there then? Um, Ace. Ace, Ace yeah. Hardware. That's yeah. funny. Is the art store still there? Oh, Ralph. Ralph, Ralph, yeah, Ralph was Ralph's there. Art store yeah, was Ralph's there. art store was there. Um, uh, Joanne's Pies is still there. I think they've been there that whole time. Um, yeah. I don't know. Or Mather's Bakery was there. Yeah, Mather's. That's where Mather's yeah. Bakery yeah. was. Uh, there and wasn't gone. much, and um, no. there was one bar, mm -hmm. or two bars if you count Dr. Joe's. Rest in peace, Dr. Yeah. Joe's. They were only <laughs> open for a couple months <laughs> after we opened, and then they were gone. I think we had our after party there for our grand opening yeah at yeah because i was working there yep. yeah that's yeah. how i met y'all yeah uh -huh. yeah um i was cooking at dr joe's at the time but yeah so to see where egad is now you know how do you feel about the changes because there's a it's it's a mixed review on what's happening in egad how do you guys feel about egad um I'm pretty happy with I'm and I'm I'm stoked that the neighborhood's doing good. What's the mixed review? What's I'm kind of mixed about it. I mean, I'm mixed about it because I did like some of the I mean, when we opened it wasn't a good neighborhood. I'm not opposed to the kind of socially outcast areas. And, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. It's home where I grew up, so I mean, to see some of that go away with the I don't want to say gentrification because they haven't done that to our area yet. And I... But do you feel it's coming? I feel it's coming. Yeah. You know, we're going to lose a lot of that downtown charm when a giant sky rise goes up in that area. It's going to lose its edge. I know it's that. It's going to lose that artsy feel to it. You know? now, now, you guys travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite places to go is Asheville. Yeah. I mean, I know you guys have spent time there. And what I see here is the idea of we have our downtown Melbourne 
and then we have our arts district. Well, you know, these cities have that too, and Asheville has, even in their art district, their level of high rises. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know, so as, I feel like as long as we stay true to, you know, and keep them honest to what we are, then yeah. we can kind of maintain that. Well, I think if you want a successful business area too, you have to have people living in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough houses there to have that many people living nearby. And mm-hmm. putting in places like that put more people in the area, bring more money to the businesses there. I just, we would like it to stay more edgier businesses and not be like downtown Melbourne, you know? No, I feel you. And business here. Yeah. 100% <laughs> business yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Lisa <laughs> yeah. speaks business. Yeah. I'm, I'm the you. dreamer. She's the, she's the numbers girl. Yeah, which is perfect. Excellent. Um, so you, uh, you guys move into the shop. It needs a ton of work. Um, has it been pretty, how many upgrades have you done to the shop? Um, we only did. We only renovated the inside until we purchased the building. When did you purchase the building? Six years. Six years in. Six. Yeah. Six, six years, years in. in. Yeah. We put it up so for sale, and then we had buy or move. Two thousand eight. <laughs> yeah, I remember the lease burning party. That was yes. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally a lease burning party. The, the thing about the Against the Grain crew is that there's always a reason to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never not <laughs> right yeah um and i'm glad i've got to kind of get to know the uh you know the community through the against the grain uh connections uh now you guys have this 20th anniversary party coming up where's that going to be at intracoastal brewery nice located yep. on O'Galley boulevard <laughs> <laughs> now i don't it, know their exact address or how to throw that out there now, when I it, when I was living and working downtown Melbourne, uh, there was some bars and stuff that came in and kind of changed the whole culture down there, because that was pretty empty when I moved here too. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Intercoastal has done a lot. Huge. To Huge. change the whole dynamic of EGAD, I feel. Um, did you guys have an immediate relationship with those guys? Yeah, I think we. Yeah, well, I mean, we love beer, so we, love beer. <laughs> we saw we saw a brewer. We had to go check it out the first day, you know. And, yeah, uh, we met John and um, Kyle and Donald, and those guys are just stand up people that mm-hmm. they want to see this community grow as well, too. So I mean, we're always, we're always stoked for new neighbors. Yeah, there was nef- there was nothing Definitely. going on down there for so long. So yeah. it's like cool. There's people coming in. Maybe the area is going to pick up and stuff. And I think them being there had a, had a huge part of that you know yeah. and mm-hmm. the place is great you know they, they, they make great beer um it's a cool place to hang out the atmosphere yeah. is really cool yeah. and kid and dog friendly too so i mean yeah. they they keep that family feel to it you know i mean yes they're selling an alcoholic beverage that's adult style but they know that those adults have family and they want to build that for them right. too you know so i agree and they're very commendable very community minded they participate in the music festival, Space Coast Music Festival, yep. and uh, they're working with us on Punk in the Park. Um, so, yeah, they seem to be always engaged in what's going on around them. So while they are growing their business, they're very community-minded, and that's you don't always get that with a business. No, um, you get a lot of money-based mm-hmm. business models that are like, well, where's it going to put money in our pocket? And they're mm-hmm. like, they understand that you got to, you know, to you got to support the people that are supporting you. Yeah, mm-hmm. to give back to their community. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And um, so it, when is the uh, event? May 28th. May 28th. And yeah, that's Saturday. A, Saturday. The Saturday of Memorial Weekend. Yeah, 5 to 10 p.m. So you can come and party hard because yeah. you got two you days. Yeah, you know you got Monday to recover <laughs> yeah. too. 
You got two days. Excellent. And uh, Intracoastal is nice enough to um, not only brew one beer for the occasion, but they're doing two beers for us. What kind of beers? Wow. Uh, cool. Double IPA and a Dunkel, a good old-style Dunkel. Mm-hmm. Wes and I drew the labels for them, so it should be pretty cool. Yeah, Man, you, can, you can get them to go, too. Yeah. We'll have to edit in those pictures or something. Yeah, yeah. So the, the can release? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So they'll have two can releases the day of our party. They're That's not, fun. They, they're canning it that week or that day or two before, and then they're just going to release it so at they're, our party. So they're ATG anniversary beers. ATG yeah. anniversary beers. And I love that they do that with the yeah. community. Um, yeah. I know that they did that with Dreamland. Um, we had Derek Gores on last uh episode the robot love too. robot the love. robot love festival yeah. too and you had done art for it before right yeah um i think it was about a year ago or so yeah they let me uh draw a label for it that was actually one of my favorite beers that they ever bought oh, mine too that west coast ipa yeah that yeah. was amazing yeah. now uh who's um you're gonna have entertainment who's who's playing the event um these guys called 60 foot giant <laughs> <laughs> i heard they're gonna make an appearance um, a special we, there's appearance. a local musician named josh doyle he's gonna start it out with for us um and then 60 foot giant is going to do an acoustic set first ever that they've never done before so wow see how that's gonna go see how that works out <laughs> yeah how could you how could you get the vocals to be acoustic when, when everything else is like he's standing back from the mic like okay. 15 feet <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just yelling by himself in the parking lot they just yeah, brought in a in whole different lot. singer yeah. changed all the lyrics right. it's, it's it's all different and, um, <laughs> and our friend uh, Johnny Depp Prestige from Vero Beach is going to um, one close man out band. the show he's a one man yeah. band and he is definitely an act to catch he is he's very entertaining and just a good person too. Very so talented. Super talented guy. Him and his brother uh, Ben Prestige play around Florida quite a bit. If you haven't checked out Ben or Johnny Prestige, definitely do that. How'd you get hooked up with them? Um, a long time ago, a friend of mine. We had gone to see Ben Prestige play, and w- since we saw him the first time, we saw him anytime he was around us. We made sure to go see this guy because Ben Prestige is, as a guitarist, blows my absolute mind how his hands work. I don't know how he does it. And then he <laughs> throws in all of his percussion and like he's a one-man band that is to be seen. We ended up... Um, he played our wedding. Yeah. Yeah, our wedding reception. We ended up making friends with him and uh, our other friend asked him to play our reception. He got me back into playing guitar, actually, because I quit playing guitar to just dedicate myself to tattooing for 15 years 15 16 years no longer than that and then um for the last 10 years I've, I've been back to it hard but um we, we jammed a couple songs at our reception and he's like i didn't even know you played i said yeah well that's the first time i played in like a year and a half he's like you should probably get back to it <laughs> and to hear him say that to me was like well shit maybe i should do something about that yeah and then his, his brother eventually um started doing a similar type of music and started yeah. getting really popular and is very talented as well the, the prestige brothers are amazing mm-hmm. just check them out and i like what you said about you know jamming with him and him motivating you to get into it because that's what really you know anyone out there that's thinking about doing music go do it live as clutch says you know do it live and on stage or don't do it at all no um, you can do it anytime you want but, <laughs> yeah. but if you want to put some nitrous to that feeling go get it go do it in front of people yeah 
Well, and, and the good thing about that is that you're among peers. You're yeah. you know you're getting some you know criticism, and criticism's a good thing. Feedback um, hurts, but damn, is it good for your soul? Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, go be horrible. You know, just go be horrible and get better. Um, we were horrible for a pretty long time. <laughs> we're not. Oh no, we're great now. <laughs> okay. You're great now. Yeah, no, we're fantastic. Pretty now. fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get to play Warp Tour and Kink Fest and all that stuff and be horrible. That's right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there's a little <laughs> little ego for you out there. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So on uh, May 28th, yeah. uh, how'd you get hooked up with Josh Doyle? Uh, through my friend Steve Spencer here <laughs> and Harbor City Local. Um, Josh is one of he's a local musician that plays around quite a bit and um, super nice guy, super talented, and. Um, Sings the best version of Everlong by the Foo Fighters I've yeah, ever heard. He's he's awesome. Uh, he's also the lead singer of Casket Culture, a horror punk band in the area. He's a very theatrical dude. I've seen him do some plays at the Henniger. He's he's used to be my uh, one of my cooks at Michael Malley's. Um, known Josh for a really long time. He's a very good friend uh, and, and an amazing musician. Um, so can't wait for the event. Yeah. Uh, it's basically just a bunch of friends hanging out. So May 28th, if you want to come make some friends or you didn't know about it, uh, we'll be at uh, Intracoastal having some fun. There's no admission. It's open to the public. I mean, they're open for business, too. So it's just a good way to make friends and meet some colorful people. We're also <laughs> we're also doing some raffles and uh, raffling off some tattoo gift certificates. Nice. And yeah. um, we're putting together some baskets full of um items from all local businesses in the EGAD and the area close to the studio. Excellent. Yeah. Putting a bunch so. of birch out. So that'll be Yeah, some Harbor City local compilations. Yeah, those should be, be some good stuff to spend your money on. Awesome. <laughs> um, if you check out the um, Harbor City local website, and uh, we have some merchandise on there, if you look at the compilation volume two, that's Lisa Murphy's artwork um, as part of the... Uh, uh, the charity compilation. Uh, we are also looking for n more tracks for this year. Uh, so if you have some artwork or some music and you want to get on a local compilation, hit up Harbor City Local. Okay, so uh, we got the event coming up. Uh, anything that you're excited about that happening in uh, EGAD or that you know is coming and no one really knows is coming? There is um, a little thing, the Space Coast Music Fest is going to be happening <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we do have Punk in the Park coming up. and then we Punk have, in the Park is happening. Yeah, um, Space Coast Music Festival in November, November 5th. I, isn't Intra having their Bacon Beer Festival coming up? Intra does have a Bacon Beer Festival, and I believe they'll be doing their Rocky Water Beer Festival yeah, uh, later this year, too. Um, awesome. There's, so, um, and I think there's a new hotel going to be going up downtown. You excited about that? I'm excited to see what's gonna, what the future is gonna have for that. You know, like I'm excited about it. Yeah, you know, I'd like tourists to, yeah. coming in and. Uh, I do like getting up on tall buildings and looking down at the water. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Well, yeah, and I mean, just being part of the arts district, you know, you can say you have an arts district, but if no one comes to it, who cares? Absolutely. You know, um, so yeah, no, I think it's a good thing. Now, you guys have been. How long have you guys been tattooing? Um, I've been tattooing just over 21 years, so when we opened the studio, I was pretty much just starting. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been doing it a couple of days, like, <laughs> I think since 94. So 94? That's a minute. 
Yeah. That was four years before I graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> so you I don't want to put a number on that because it makes me feel real old. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, though. I'm but, sure you uh, appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Wes, you've traveled a lot. I mean, you both traveled a lot. Yeah. Where, where, where have you guys made home to tattoo? Um, like, where'd you start? What cities have you been in that you've actually? I started out in Phoenix, mm-hmm. Phoenix, Arizona. I started out in '94 there. Um, I met a guy from Jersey who in my first year was super cool to me, invited me out to do a guest spot at his boardwalk shop in Wildwood, New Jersey. Oh, fun time. And holy cow, my eyes were open at that point, a 24-year-old that had never been out of Arizona and never experienced the East Coast once I got there. It was a different world to me. And uh, Welcome to the Jersey Oh shore. my God, the East Coast <laughs> is definitely different from West Coast. Yeah, Wildwood's fun. Oh, Wildwood's yeah. a blast. I've never been up um, there. Oh, I grew up going to Wild. I lived, yeah. I lived right out just outside of Philly. Nice. And that's where we went in the summertime. So yeah. we went to the beach. It's it's fun and dark and seedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. We've tattooed in uh, Philadelphia. That's where I met her. Mm-hmm. Um, we've lived in Melbourne twice before we actually opened here. We lived here twice before, six months at a time. About two years consecutively mm-hmm. we lived, lived in, in texas san antonio texas um and then we lived in atlanta atlanta which is where i, l- I started tattooing yeah and that's mm-hmm. where we moved down here and started that's when we started against the excellent do you do you feel that being in those different areas has affected your art oh fully like can you talk about that a little bit like you know what did you learn where'd you start to what did you learn in jersey to texas to atlanta like uh, i mean I learned what a lot of what not to do 100%. as far as working for the people that I was working for. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not proud of my history of how many shops I've worked at, but I kind of am because it's taught me what kind of shop I don't want. Mm-hmm. Or what kind of owner you didn't or, want to be. Or how to right. be, how to, yeah. Or what kind <laughs> of owner to be. Definitely how not to be an, owner, you know? an, an asshole owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm probably still that, but I mean, I try and keep it as we nice worked as for possible. Some, yeah, we worked some, for some really nice, good good people too. So. Yeah. Uh, Tony Olivas in Atlanta. That's where I started. Is, I owe him, we owe him so much. Yeah. Because he is um, from Sacred Heart Tattoo in Atlanta. Tony Olivas has showed us so much kindness in a time that was so hard for us just before we came down here and gave us so much confidence to come down here. He's probably one of the he was, was the one that really lit the fire for against the grain to happen. His business was always family first too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. He wasn't business first. He you know cared about his people and looked out for them. Is there an area that you feel like, okay, I did that, but I'll never go back there? <laughs> that we li- we've lived in. That you tattooed in or lived in? Yeah. Um, I don't ever want to go back to Texas. Yeah. No. You know, I wasn't crazy about Atlanta. It was a great place to start. I was lucky I went there, but mm-hmm. it was. I don't know. Being from um, around Philly, it was a little too southern for me. Gotcha. You know, I know Florida's further south, but it's not as southern. And no, yeah. no. So, um, I don't know. There's not very many places I'd want to live besides in Florida. Yeah. No, I know you've made home here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I love the mountains, but North Carolina it gets too be cold nice. there. You can go visit those. Maybe yeah. I'll go there in the summertime. <laughs> live there in the summertime. Snowbird. Right. No, you've uh, you've definitely you guys have tell you can tell by your friend group and what you guys have created here. You know your you know your spirit is you know open. Um, 
Lisa, you have your own gang, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, that's not a gang. Okay. What do we call it? They don't have oh. a logo or anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a gang. They are not a gang. It's they a, are a ladies' a club. Group. It's a women's group. It's a ladies' club. It's a it's, it's a, a ladies', ladies club. drinking club. <laughs> Bible study, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a ladies' club with a logo and a hand signal. <laughs> we uh, we're a vacation club. Right. <laughs> I think that's it. it, it. it, it I don't know. Are we going to keep it secret? The uh, name of it. I haven't done it in forever because it was What's kind the of name a joke. Of it? Oh, the Hades ladies. The Hades ladies. Excellent. Big shout out to the Hades ladies. Hi, ladies. Big supporter of everything that uh, we do. Um, They volunteer for the music festival? They volunteer for the music festival to a point, you know, 60-foot giant. Probably wouldn't be here without their support support and grace. (laughs) (laughs) And patience. And understanding. And understanding. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they're very supportive of everything that we do. So shout Most out to everything we do. <laughs> that you know about. A little caveat there. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So um, is there, who is your art inspiration that's non-tattoo? Like where did you guys get started in doing art? Alex Gray, Robert Crumb, and um, H.R. Giger. Mm-hmm. 100% like those guys blew my mind when I first saw their work. Uh, Salvador Dali, obviously, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The masters, you know, and then all the old masters that the Rembrandt, you know, all the old painters that were with the classic stuff. Yeah, Lisa. Um, I well, when I um started art, I was painting. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. tattooing, so it was mostly mo- it was mostly like you know old study painters and stuff like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Um, um, certain movements I was um more inspired by like art nouveau art deco okay you know stuff that was design oriented and i kind of have a thing about shape and design and graphic kind of look to Uh -uh. stuff Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then with tattooing it comes from everywhere yeah you know i mean um we have to do so many different things when we tattoo and work in so many different styles and draw so many different things Mm -hmm. we don't have to lots of people don't (laughs) <laughs> Lots of people specialize in one thing. When we started tattooing, it wasn't like that, and you learned to do yeah. everything, or you starved. Right. And, and now you um, can just do one thing and advertise really well for it, and do, do just that. Do the same drawing on everybody that you do. Yeah, I could. But bored. it's a different style. You know I think I, mean? I get bored with that, though. I, I like being going in every day and it being a little bit different. Well, and you've done art shows, like the, a non-tattoo. You know, you've done your own paintings. You've done your own. Uh, like if you go into against the grain and you can see some of the things on the walls there's a surfboard in there that uh, uh, Lisa has painted in uh, what do you call that pointillism or? pointillism yeah yeah and a, uh, a Yoda on the wall um, so when you go into against the grain and uh, we're gonna show a music video later on that was recorded in against the grain but it's it's a lot like a an art gallery an art gallery it very much is and oh. it's and it's not just you know, you collect a lot of art from... We have a very big collection of um, art from mostly tattooers working mm-hmm. in other mediums. A few, like, painters that don't tattoo, but mm-hmm. it's a big collection. There's a lot of stuff there. We have more art than we have wall space, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's inspiring. You go in there and it doesn't feel... You know, sometimes you go into a tattoo shop and they're 
advertising what they do and that's i mean that's a tattoo shop it should be that way <laughs> but it's it's against the grain is it's just that it's against the grain you walk in there and it's just a little different than a lot of places at least that i've been um and maybe that's more of just the um you know the grandfathered in how long you guys have been doing it you're not you don't have to subscribe to you know the the way a tattoo shop should look you can just do whatever the fuck you want we didn't want to set it up that way at first either yeah. i mean when we first opened we had the flash rack that people can come in and see the designs and you know just we we opened as a custom shop but we had flash for people to if they didn't know what they wanted and they just wanted something here's some flash you can choose you know and you, mm -hmm. no stress no pressure if you like something you like something if you want to change something we'll change something yeah yeah but now we've moved into more of a hundred percent custom to where it's like Bring us your ideas. Tell us what you want, and then we'll make something for you. You know, tell mm -hmm. us what you want, and we'll tell you what you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys have a favorite like uh, medium, like portraits or or like realism or more abstract stuff? Uh, I don't. I don't really have a favorite style. Um, um, I, I want to do stuff that I've draw, I've drawn. I want to do stuff that I've given freedom to do mm -hmm. what I want, so people get better work instead of. You know, having a decision every point of the way on the drawing process, but I don't really. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me that um, it, it's in a, a specific style. I know I like to work in all of them. I'm kind of proud of the fact that I can. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's important. Any anything that we can have a little bit of artistic freedom, it makes it funner. You know what I mean? Anybody who's doing a job for you, you want them to have fun at it, and then it's gonna, they're gonna show show through more in that job than mm -hmm. whether that's painting your house doing the dishes, cleaning your house, mowing your yard, you know, your landscapers, whoever. As long as somebody wants to be there and doing that job, I think you're going to get a better job from somebody. And when you give somebody a little bit of freedom, like, hey, you know, so, you know, do it your way. However you do it, do it, do it your way. Yeah, we've, got, we've ended up with a really great crew, too. Yeah. I was actually just about to I, ask about that. Alex Wilson's been with us for 13 years 13 years, years he's now. been tattooing with us, yeah. Um, he's at Cheater Fives on Instagram if you want to check him, his, his stuff out. And um, our apprentice, Tori Kazmarek, th at the Torical. Torical tattoos? Uh, the Torical. Tor the Torical. The Torical. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's the apprentice at the proud. studio? She's not. Uh, she's been tattooing now for... I believe four years, four or five years a, out of her apprenticeship. So she's uh, been with us six years total. She was a, a receptionist for a year, did her year long apprenticeship, mm -hmm. um, and then has been tattooing for four. And then we have two mm -hmm. of the best mm -hmm. gatekeepers we could ever ask for. Yeah. Our reception, awesome women. Nikki and Ruth, work, shout out. Mm -hmm, they work hard, they keep our shop going and keep my life in order. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd be lost without them to keep track of everything, and you know, they they work. They don't sit around just answering phones all day. They they have a lot of responsibilities. They do a great job. They do, and Ruth's been there for a while. Uh, mm -hmm. She also has her own greens and things business, yep. where she sells greens and things. So Pla plants, plants, and, yeah, plants. Don't get the wrong idea, folks. Plants <laughs> and art. You know, she's <laughs> a painter. She's a painter in her own mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Um, and you've had some, you know, again, you've brought up people like uh you know even inga was there for a while and yes i miss yeah. inga yeah and uh now, <laughs> she, now she plays uh swearwolf guitar with the uh local horror band uh punk band swearwolf um check them out they're insane they're awesome uh they were last song on the first compilation when it was just todd um but yeah so you guys are i mean you you build the community and that's pretty interesting now 
community is always there. We just invited them to come out and come party. <laughs> All you got to do is ask. <laughs> just, just show up. You don't even need to ask. It's free world. Now, where did the, other than the obvious, where did the against the grain name come from? <laughs> it came from some really kind of facetious beginnings. Um, it was about turning a negative experience into something positive. Yeah. Yeah, I started, um, I was working for somebody in Atlanta and I was not crazy about how his shop was going and I was I was pissed off. I had just lost my father. I lost, well, I actually lost about seven people that year and I was in a really horrible mindset, but this guy really pissed me off and um, I wanted to kick his ass in one way or another and the best way I figured to do it would be to hit him in his wallet. So my idea was to open shop between two of his shops and kick his ass, which would have been going against the grain of everything that's traditional in and sacred in tattooing, opening up against your boss. <laughs> and, you know, like, just trying to fuck it, you know? Like, put him out of business if you can. Like, yeah. The old school way of doing it, you, mm -hmm. but the smart way of doing it without getting your hands too dirty. Mm -hmm. And that would have been going against the grain of everything that I thought was sacred at the time. And I go, you know what? And that's a great name too. Mm -hmm. So looking, looking around Atlanta, trying to find a place at the last minute, I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be his karma. I want to be his karma, but I'm not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, let's I'm go look spite. for, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to start it <laughs> off on a negative note. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. So it's like, let's stick to the original idea of getting a shot by the water. Mm -hmm. So that's when we started looking in Florida, and the name stuck, and fortunately, it just worked out. Nice. nice. A lot of that anger's been dropped, too. <laughs> it has been 20 years. It's been 20 years, so I'm half as angry still. <laughs> half as angry. Half as angry. Nice. Talk to you in another 20 years, see if I'm over it. <laughs> but, like, that fire, I still I still have that fire to want to wanna do good and prove ourselves every prove myself every day that I go to work mm -hmm. you know some days it's harder than others but I still get up and try and do that you know without trying to let too much other outside influence stop me from that excellent now you 20 years you guys and longer you've been doing it longer than 20 years uh, and how long do you see yourself doing this I want to tattoo as not long art. As I, yeah, not not so much art, but like the business side. Full time, <laughs> or just tattooing friends and like because I mean I'm well, gonna, I I'm gonna we, tattoo we, until just talk I die. About it. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna tattoo until I die. Yeah, but no, as we, a business, not another twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> um, we uh, we're not quite sure. You know, we do know eventually that we'd like to have um, either a private studio or a private co-op studio mm -hmm. at some point, so that we can travel whenever we want. Um, not have to deal with all of the um, things that come with having a storefront. Yeah, but, I, I'm know. huge on the idea of traveling and tattooing wherever I go. Like before, Against the Grain was a shop that was going to be that was my fallback plan was just get a bus and tattoo and travel. But you know, if like I had a portable a, studio, 100, percent that'd be cool. You know, but and like setting a standard for that portable studio because. Everybody would be like, oh, you know, this traveling tattoo shop, they're probably dirty and blah, blah, blah. You know, so like setting a high standard for the, setting a high watermark for that. 
Right. Well, there's no probably national governing body, but each state has its own licensing. Exactly. Yes. You'd so you'd have to be licensed in every state. But right. to be able to prove that you have a license in 15 states that you can go pull up the, your shop <laughs> right. in every shop in every state and pass <laughs> their inspections. Right. That that's that'd be unique. That's some baller stuff, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no or just or just pull up in the KOA open yeah. shop. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, you get it not for nothing, you know, there's some loopholes, you know, yes, for donations instead of charging. Yeah. You know, you don't need, yeah. you don't need a license to give away your tattoos sure. and just ask for a, a friendly donation, mm -hmm. minimum of <laughs> so much. You know? yeah. yeah, we've we've traveled a lot yeah. with tattooing um, and we used to be really active in the convention circuit and stuff. So now um, when I leave the shop, I don't really have any interest in working anywhere besides yeah. the studio. And um, when I we travel, I don't want to work. I love tattooing. Well, I guess if you traveled to? to another facility, another you know, so maybe no, another shop. Do yeah. <laughs> I don't want to work when I'm on vacation. No, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to you know travel work. But Wes loves to do it. I, I love you, talking you, about. You do it. a lot of guest guest spots, right? Yeah. Or I, I'm trying to do um, this last year. I was trying to do one guest spot a month, but that hasn't mm -hmm. worked out. And uh, you know, like. I eventually want to get into doing a guest, at least a guest spot a month, you know, and it, it keeps the creative juices flowing. It lets you observe how other shops are running, maybe mm -hmm. some things you can take back to yours, maybe things you can help them with theirs. Right? That's how I feel at restaurants. When I go and travel and I go to restaurants, I'm always, you know, storing something cool that yeah. I see or, you know, uh, something I want to do. Um, if at some point I get back in the restaurant game, it's like, you know, a, a oh, notebook. You will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you. Will. I can't wait to eat. There. I can't wait to eat there. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what are some of your favorite guest spots? Like where you know you've been around the country now. Where are some of your favorite spots that? And it doesn't even have to be for the shop per se. You know, of course, if it's a great shop, talk about that. But um, you know, like you've been to New York. You've been to a lot of different places. Ireland. Um, we went to Ireland. We tattooed in. in Janine's shop, Triskel Tattoos, I think that's closed up now. Yes, you're in the studio now. I've been to um, a Wales? shop called Red Rocket in New York City. That that was just this last November, and that was one hell of a trip. Um, their location of their shop is awesome. It's like right, right in downtown, up on top of the up on top of the building, and you just look out the window, and there's New York. It's it was cool and crazy to me. I can only do it for about a week, and then I had to get back here to the beach. <laughs> but um, there, uh, did a shot a guest spot recently at my friend's shop in Charlottesville, Virginia. Been around tattoos. He's awesome. Great guy. Um, where else? Uh, God, where did I go? This. Now you have some guests coming in, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, my my mentor, Darth at Darth Needles. His name's Ned Needles. Needles NYC. Um, he'll be here for the, doing a couple days at the shop for the party. Um, we have Joey Vernon from Charlotte, North Carolina, from Foo's Tattoo coming down. He's going to be doing a guest spot. Um, Hayden Abernathy mm -hmm. from what's her shop name? Uh, she just opened a private studio. I'm not sure what the name is. But she's in yep. uh, Virginia. Virginia. She's coming down. Yeah. to do some tat slinging. Yeah. All of them are in the next eight weeks, six yep. or eight weeks. So if you want to check out some out-of-town work, from get some out-of-town work from some people here in town, call us up. Check out the website. Um, 
hit us up through all the socials and we can or just come on in and we can get you set up for an appointment for him excellent and it's a good you know opportunity to you know if you're that tattoo person that's trying to fill up like i am uh you know you it's kind of a special piece you know it's it's someone that's not that you're not going to see next week or a month later or something um they don't come around very often but they're amazing artists uh, and do you have anyone joining the team soon we actually just um actually today the gentleman named andrew elliott is starting with us today his uh at is i think andrew.inc mm-hmm. on instagram um he just started with us today so he will be he's joined the roster and He's ready to get booked. We're excited to see where that's going to go. <laughs> it's always exciting bringing bringing somebody new in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, well, great. Uh, Jesse, you have any questions? No, no. Um, the, the party sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, do, do anybody need to like RSVP or how does that work to show up? 100 percent open to the public. Cool. No, okay. our, you're you're everybody that can hear this is being invited right now. I like that. <laughs> that the you. whole world is being invited right now. I like it. Yeah, with a, with a with a uh, can release, you know, specific to the party. Twenty years. Two can release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you no, know, you can't forget that. He's very excited about the I'm beer. I'm super yeah, excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, you know, not for nothing, being a you know be featured on a label is a very mm-hmm. exclusive club. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ian held that that, that title for a long time. Um, there's he been, does great. There's Ian been, Soden is oh, such, he's so good. He's a monster in this community. So, such a monster. Um, yeah, his murals, his chalk art, you know, you see his the bar. His music? And, yeah, his, even his music. music. Yeah. So mm-hmm. much talent. He's yeah. got too much talent for one human, I think. <laughs> right. Slow down, dude. Share. Spread it around, Ian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, so I'm excited about that. I mean, you So know. now, Wes, you got two labels, and Lisa, you have a label? Mm. Yes. Okay. Just keeping the tally for everyone out there. Yeah, right. If you're an, <laughs> if you're an artist trying to, you know, get your name out, uh, maybe think about the Intracoastal team, because uh, turns out they they work with some of the best artists in the area. Yeah. Um, which is pretty interesting. Now, it, Wes, um, you know, you guys, I've always I've always said that Wes is you know a rock star. He's in a band with me and some friends, but he's been a rock star for a long time. And uh, he's a very humble guy. But it's interesting being in a band with such a dynamic character um, in the art spectrum on the other side of the music. Um, Now, the... What was it like, or how has it been for the last years now balancing musical art with visual art inspiring um i'd like to push different directions of this stuff um i mean it's they kind of feed each other and then they also starve each other you know because if yeah. i'm putting a lot into music and stuff it's I'm ha- i sometimes have problems switching back to a visual mode as opposed to an oral mode and yeah. that you know I think I don't know where the brain mechanics on that is like if they're coming from the same side music visual and hearing if those are the same side of the brain but sometimes there's short circuits and things will bounce back to it and then I come up with something either in one or the other that is fed back and didn't really make it to the other side and I don't know where those things come from 
So <laughs> I get confused a lot. <laughs> that makes sense. Like he starts playing drums. Well, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you know. Why are you like, playing drums on my some, arm? Or some pieces actually do come art. out more percussive, and, right. or like, you know, that's it's confusing. I guess would be the answer answer for that. And question. busy, he and spends bu- a lot of time practicing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she so. does wonder where I'm at sometimes. <laughs> I can hear you back there. <laughs> uh, anything musically that you're looking forward to for Sixty Foot Giant? The entire future of our career. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward to somebody coming up and hearing us and going, you know what? We want to put you guys on a tour. You guys sound like you you're a band that's ready for for to open for us. That's what I that's been the dream, you know. Yeah. And we, and we've talked about it several times. And and Wes is the um he's the connection. So it's it's always interesting when we go to shows and like we've played with Mobile Death Camp, uh, who is Todd uh he's spent time in Guar. Uh, and w- we become very good friends with the Hoot and Hollers and 20 Watt Tombstone out of Wisconsin. And it's funny because, you know, these, these people come into town and I don't know who they are, but for some reason, all of a sudden they're staying at Wes's house <laughs> and we're partying with these, you know, these people. And I, I guess you would think that would mean something, but really it just means we're making friends with some really cool people from around the country more than anything um, who do kind of, you know, share um, and what we've come to realize is that it's it's tough out there for everyone, <laughs> even everyone. Yeah. E- even the ones running the festival circuit or running the you know uh, music as a business. It's um, you know those uh, the younger generations that think it's going to be just I'm going to be huge because my music is great. There's a lot of great music out there. There's a whole um, lot of it. Yeah, um, and it you know it takes a, a lot of marketing these days. Uh, or buying into stuff, and right. I'm not so much into the pay-for-play type situation. That's that's a tough pill to swallow. Right. Um, oh, well, I mean, the music industry is not what it used to be even 10 years ago, you mm-hmm. know, 15 years ago. Since when do bands supposed to pay to play somewhere? And, like, they already don't make hardly any money with their <laughs> local band, and now they got to pay you to come to your place? That sounds crazy to me. Yeah, it's tough, um, but it's, I mean, it's the game. Uh, so running the social media is where we're at now. Yeah. Um, well, excellent. I appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Thank uh, you. Thank you for having us. you have any final comments you'd like to talk about the event or anything that we missed? Mm, I can't think of anything. No, come to the I party. Mean, come, come hang out May 28th. Come know? party come. with the ATG crew. It's going to be all of us. Are, we'll all be out there, but hopefully most all of our clients have been will be there and they're they're the only reason that we're still here. You know, we we understand that we're we were nobody when we moved here, and we'd still be nobody if it wasn't for the people that came through our door. And a huge thank you to everybody who has gotten tattooed at Against the Grain in the last twenty years. It, we, me and Lisa, we, I, I don't think I can put it into words. I'm getting all emotional about it. <laughs> <laughs> when you make a good point, I mean, there's people like I'm basically covered by Wes, and Lisa's doing my sleeve right now. But there's people out there that are just covered in your art. You know, and have been you coming did, for years. I've done in twenty years. Yeah, you've, yeah. You, you guys have done a few of my friends. Yeah, a few. Yeah, it's gotten to the point now where we're tattooing yeah. our clients' kids. Right. And that, oh, there's nothing fun. that makes you feel older than that. There's <laughs> like I remember generation. coming in here and sitting in the corner when my dad was getting his full sleeve. Well, how old were you? I was eight. How old are you now? Twenty-eight. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No. No. It's cool, that, but it's that ain't so. not cool. Well, you don't know where all those years go until you start to get out of bed and you hear those Rice Krispies that are on the floor, but they're not on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> now, Wes is, um, or they're both very, uh, do their own art outside of uh, Against the Grain. Uh, Wes does leather work. You can check out Against the Grain Leather. Uh, I also tattoo miniature hands. Yep. I have a new miniature hand collection coming out. Yeah, you can find that at all the uh, 60-foot giant shows um, on our merch table. Um, Curious. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Lighter cases. Yeah. They're lighter cases. So check out uh, the Against the Grain socials, uh, Against the Grain Tattoo on Facebook, on um, Instagram. You guys are pretty heavy on Instagram. Yeah, we're Both. trying to stay yeah. pretty socially media active. Yeah. And right. uh, check out the uh, the other artists. Uh, come and see Harbor City Local at Punk in the Park coming up. Uh, and remember, Harbor City Local is a 501c3 nonprofit. So the uh, the proceeds of the events go to uh, charity initiatives. Uh, we are rolling out our, um, or we have rolled out, if you go to our uh, Square website, um, we have rolled out to our application for if you can, if you have a child that cannot afford lessons, we can help you. Uh, and get some lessons with Wickham Road Music, or if you have your own idea of where you'd like to take lessons, we can talk about that. If you can't afford instruments, let us know. We'll try to hunt you in down, or we can look in our collection to see if we have one available for you, uh, whether it's uh, you know playing guitar, playing trombone. Uh, and if you're working for a school and you need some help with your music department, uh, and you know, we'll see what we can do. We've been making some really good connections. We actually met with the community uh, relations um, advisor for Brevard Public Schools the other day. Uh, and so there's a lot of good things coming up for Harbor City Local uh, in the education uh, realm, including potentially our own school very soon, focused on at-risk kids in the area. Um, so we have our YouTube, we have our Instagram, we have our Facebook, and we have our Square site. You can find these links on um, any of our sites. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, I was always looking for donations, musical instruments, and stuff like that. If you see a, you know, any kind of thing lying around, you know, you're not going to use it again. Mm -hmm. You know, give it, give it to someone less fortunate. Yeah, hey, exactly. I want to say, man, I don't know if anybody has said anything, but you're doing a hell of a thing for the hell community, yeah. dude. I appreciate it. Setting up a, a vocational school for the local area and getting kids music, dude. That's that shit's priceless, man. Good culture, job, man. Steve. Good culture. job. Steve. Thanks, man. <laughs> Focused on culture. Uh, and, and that's, you know, what we're trying to do with our events is, you know, we know Florida is more than just a beach. Even though the beach is awesome, we're trying to promote the culture that's here and, you know, get as many people involved in that culture as possible. Uh, and, and a lot of people are locked out of that culture, so we want to give them that hand up. And there's plenty of people out there that are fighting the good fight also, mm -hmm. uh, ready for life. Uh, one of them, Brevard Public School Foundation, um, there's a lot of uh good people out there doing good things and we feel fortunate enough to participate in that uh, now we're going to move into a music video here uh 60 foot giant finally after all these years has a music video yeah, uh, yeah. it's for our song the olive branch or the sword uh, it's a song about making choices and how you want to live your life and uh, the olive branch or the sword um, and sometimes you're forced into using one or the other. Um, but <laughs> Power to the people of Ukraine. Yeah. 
60 foot giant, the olive branch of the sword for Harbor City Local against the Grain Tattoo, Wes, Lisa, Jesse, Space Coast Podcast. Uh, We'll see you next time. Peace.